A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, welcome to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Sing. Sex is kind of like a conversation. It's it's communication really between two people. Today on my first time, long-term relationships can be incredibly rewarding, full of love and friendship with wonderful shared experiences. Some people fall into them without a care in the world. Others spent their whole lives looking for the right person. But the fallout from a long-term relationship can be painful. Kids, mortgages and pets aside, most of us haven't got there yet. The emotional landscape on the other side of a loving relationship is difficult for pretty much anyone involved. And in so many ways. Take the sex, for example. After years of having fun under the sheets, experimenting, learning, being at your most open and vulnerable, how are you going to find the same connection with another partner? Hi, my name is Trisha, and this is the story of the first time I had sex after coming out of a long-term relationship. For our guest today, Trisha, sex and the lack of it was one of her biggest concerns after splitting from a boyfriend of four years. She got a lot out of sex with her former partner, so how would she find someone to connect with again? I was in a four-year relationship with this guy that I met at a gig. So we were at a concert and we hit it off uh, really well. We we're both in the art scene. We were both into music, the same type of music. And we have a lot of mutual friends. So I met him at this gig and within, I think, around a week or two of that, we were going out, we were dating, and we stayed together for four years. We lived together for two of those years. It was going really well. Uh, we were joking about marriage, joking about kids, and he's met my parents. I've met his parents. They absolutely love him. Around three months ago in March, uh, things kind of took a weird turn. And, and we broke up. Basically, things were a little bit strained for the last couple of months. I, I'd say a lot of external factors, really, a lot of external pressures, things like work on his end and work on my end or like a financial situation on my end. And it got a little bit too much for both of us to handle. So uh, he broke it off a few months ago. We didn't have sex for three months prior to the breakup. Definitely not by choice. It just happened. 
there was really a lack of intimacy, I think, that contributed towards the breakup. Because we're both very sexual people, uh, me and my former partner. So the lack of sex in the relationship, I do feel was a contributing factor, really drove a wedge between us because we could no longer feel as physically, but also uh, as a result, emotionally close to each other. But for three months, we didn't have sex at the end of the relationship. And I think that was probably something that should have tipped me off or that should have warned me a little bit that something was coming. And I did. Dry patches aren't all that unusual in long-term relationships but they can be a sign that something isn't quite right. And for our guest, Trisha, a dry patch was definitely one of those signs. Sex was an important part of her life, and it continued to be important after her relationship ended. Well, I've always really been a very, very sexual person, very open, very kinky. So I I was never, like, scared of sex before this. But for the period after the relationship ended, there was a lot of fear, really, in opening myself up or allowing myself to be vulnerable again. Because even though I'm a very sexual person and sex is a physical thing, I have a personal philosophy with how I I have sex, which is I can't really have sex with someone that I can't be friends with, even on the very base level of just having a connection with. It could be completely platonic. It doesn't have to be like a romantic connection, but I do need to have some sort of connection to be able to enjoy sex with someone. So since I was so closed off after the breakup and I was still dealing with a lot of these negative emotions, I really couldn't allow myself to have that kind of connection with someone new. It was it was it was a bit scary, really. Um, because also after the relationship ended, I went off birth control to kind of help regulate my moods because the birth control I was on, I was on it for five years. So the four years in the relationship and a year before that. So I didn't really know who I was without the birth control. So I went off it just to see if maybe it would help me work on the things I needed to work on. Maybe it would make me less anxious, less depressed, and it would make me like an easier partner to deal with. So I went off the birth control. But as a result, having sex also couldn't be something I could just do safely and without feeling a little bit of anxiety. So that was another obstacle I had to go through where there's finding someone that I was willing to do that with, take that leap with emotionally but also someone that I could potentially be risking, you know, pregnancy with, which is something I wasn't even risking during my actual relationship. So there were a lot of hurdles for me to get over when it came to deciding to have sex again after the relationship ended. And coming from a long-term relationship where you're having sex with your best friend, you're having not just a physical connection, but an emotional connection, a spiritual connection, a mental connection, where you can have such a huge spectrum of sex because they're your best friend. You can have your kinky sex. You can have your frankly ridiculous, hilarious, not sexy sex and all these kinds of sex that are just so enjoyable And then it's so difficult to be able to do that with a new person because it does involve so much trust. Like uh, there was a lot of trust in my old relationship when we would have kinky sex, but bringing someone new into that and one having to get the courage and to tell them that, 
oh, these are the things I like in bed. Would you want to do this with me? That takes a lot of courage to bring up to someone. Again, also coming from a conservative Catholic country where maybe what other cultures don't think are like entirely kinky is completely taboo here. So it does require a lot of you know courage to bring that up with a new partner locally. Then there's also like the ridiculous funny sex where you can just laugh in the middle of sex. You can just fart in the middle of sex and queef in the middle of sex and everything would be fine and comfortable. You can get back into it. These are things that you get used to when you're in a long-term relationship. And now it's just completely terrifying to think about like, what if I part, what if I fart in my new partner's face? That's horrifying as a concept, but it's going to happen. It's really difficult for a lot of people to start having sex again with someone that they're not in a relationship with because there's just so many risks. There's the physical risks as a, as a woman with pregnancy. Then you have, you know, sexually transmitted infections. Then you have, of course, emotional risks. Like what if you fall for someone when you're having sex with them and they don't feel the same way? And then you have like social risks where people will think of you as a slut, where people will think of you as too easy and God forbid that your partner thinks of you as too easy and then looks down on you. And that that's a really big hurt, a really big betrayal that most people won't risk. Trish lives in the Philippines, so there was the added layer of social anxiety that comes of hooking up in a conservative country. Trust me, I know. I grew up in Singapore. But Trish wasn't going to let that hold her back. So after the breakup... I did actually have sex with someone that isn't the person I'm dating now. I did have sex with one person. I felt ready to finally let go and just have the sex. And, you know, at this point, I think it's already been four plus months of not having sex. And I was kind of excited, but also very nervous to do it. And then when it happened, I was like, that's it. That's what I've been missing the last four and a half months. And to be honest, like all the fear and all the risks I took to do that again, where I didn't really enjoy myself, it was awkward. It wasn't uncomfortable. It wasn't painful. It was just weirdly awkward and unsexy. And it it didn't feel as great as I had remembered sex to be. And I thought, well, what's the point if this is just going to be like this, where I'm going to risk all sorts of things and I'm going to open myself up to someone and go through that whole dance of going out and, and meeting up and having drinks and talking and, and having to go back to someone's place and doing all of that. Like, it's exhausting. And to do all of that just to have mediocre sex, it was awful. <laughs> it was so awful. So after that, I didn't sleep with anybody because... There's always that little voice in the back of your head that's telling you, is this going to be worth it? It might just be worth it to just stay at home and masturbate and save some money, save everybody some time. And at least you know that you're getting off. But of course, you're not sharing that with anyone. But is the person you're potentially sharing this with going to be worth it? It's difficult to find someone who is worth it. Our guest, Trisha, met her next partner at a gig. They just hit it off. This girl I'm seeing now actually also just got out of a long-term relationship, I think, for five years. And they broke up a couple of months before my breakup. So we're, we were both in the same headspace of not really being ready to have another relationship and not really having seen anyone on the regular since the breakup. So we were in exactly the same place. 
So the day after I gave her my number, she texted me and was really upfront about it. Was like, I'm not ready. Uh, I'm not looking for anything right now. I hope that's okay. And we had originally planned, I think, to hang out as friends. I was supposed to go on another date, but the date stood me up again. So I texted her and I was like, do you just want to hang out? I'm already out. Um, someone stood me up. Let's let's grab some drinks. And the original plan was to maybe get one or two rounds, stay until midnight or even before that since I had work the next day. But we ended up staying until like 3.30 a.m. just talking. So it was something that neither of us really expected to hit it off that well, that suspiciously well. And within a week, uh, I hung out with her friends. I'd met her friends. We went drinking at her friend's house. And I just got to know her a lot better. And at this point, it was still unclear, well, at least for me, if she liked me that way or if she was just trying to hang out as friends. So I wasn't trying to assume anything, really. But after that night at her friend's house, she texted me when she was on her way home and she said, I'm a bit disappointed that I didn't go home with you. And for me, that was okay. No, she's interested in me. That works. So I told her, okay, we can hang out the next day and then we'll see where it goes. And I had a show that day and I brought her to the show. There were a ton of people and I did my show. It was a great success. And after she came up to me and was like, okay, what's our plan? Do we do this? I was so nervous because this is the first time like I would be having sex with someone that I actually really, really liked. And I was really into after the breakup because the person I had slept with before that I wasn't really into. It was just kind of like, let's get this over with. But here's this girl that I had been flirting with for a while and I really liked her. And up until the night before, I didn't know if she felt the same way or if she was interested in me at all that way. And here she is asking me what do you want to do now? Or like, where do we go now? Do we go back to your place? And I, I think I was shaking a little bit. But of course, it, since it was a show, we both had a little bit to drink, so liquid courage. And we did eventually go back to my place and we pretty much just stayed up the entire night. We went home around 3 or 4 a.m. And I don't think we slept pretty much that night. I don't remember. Maybe we took little naps in between, but I don't think we slept much. So that was a really fun night, I think, and a really big turning point in where we were at with each other and making it kind of clear that we were interested in each other that way. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The first time together sounds kind of perfect. The two of them connected emotionally and also sexually. But for Trisha, there was one added thing to think about. It was the first time in years that she'd been with a girl. Well, there's actually quite a few things that surprised me about sleeping with a girl again after so long. The first one would probably be, I thought I would miss sleeping with men. I thought that even though I really like this girl and I'm sure the sex would be amazing that maybe there would be fundamentally something missing from how it would feel for me as a person who slept with mostly men in the last decade or so. And surprisingly enough, it didn't feel at all like that. Like, we just got along so well. And the things that we liked to talk about and the things you like to do in bed just synced up so perfectly that... Unlike the first time I had sex after the breakup, where it was completely mediocre, I never felt like that with with this girl. It wasn't mediocre at all, partly because of the connection that we had and the, the fact that we could even talk and laugh and have a good time. But like even physically, there was just, I guess, an intensity that the last person I had slept with kind of missed. And of course, the intensity that I was missing in the last few months of my relationship. Another thing that really surprised me is how quickly we were able to talk about like kinky sex because I've always been kinky and I was doing that with my former partner, but I was doing it as a submissive. I was doing it as the receiving end. And my partner is actually, my former partner wasn't really trained in that. It was something I brought him into that I taught him. So he wasn't particularly adept at it. And it wasn't something that was his fetish really, or that wasn't something that he actually really, really wanted to do. I mean, he was okay with it, but I don't think his heart was in it. But now... With this girl, we got into the kink right away, which surprised me because even with my former partner, it took several months, I think, for us to get to that point where we were having like non-vanilla sex. But with this new partner, I think we had slept together once and then we were going into kinky things already the next time. So that was interesting. And the fact that I was able to explore a different side of my sexuality as a dominant in this relationship that was like a learning experience for me. I think that because I had up to this point uh, dated mostly men and they don't really like to be dominated as much or they want to do some level of dominating. So you're unable to explore that. But this girl was so open to doing it that we just got right into it. Another thing that surprised me is just that being able to do that again. I, I I remember after the breakup, I was so completely terrified 
that I would never meet anyone ever again in my entire life that I had the same connection with as my my former partner. Like we had the same circle of friends. We had the same interests. Our lives were so intertwined and our personalities had already kind of like come to bleed into each other. It was a whole mess untangling that after the breakup that I didn't know if I would ever be able to do that again with someone new. If, would I ever be able to like have inside jokes with someone? Would I ever be able to talk to someone until 5 a.m. about nothing and everything? And will I be able to find someone who finds me physically attractive as well and who wants to have sex with me and will want to have the kinds of sex that I wanted to have or will who will indulge me in my fantasies and the things I want to do? So I was so terrified because this is something we had built for years and now it's gone. Will it have to take me another four years to do this again? And do I really want to put in that work if it's just going to die again, if it's just going to break again? If there's anything I've learned from doing this podcast, it's that we all want to have great sex. Everyone wants to experiment. Everyone wants to feel open and free. Everyone just wants to have meaningful connections with other people, whether you're single, married, attached, poly, or in any one of the relationship configurations we've explored on the show. Sex is important to Trisha, but she's not going to kid herself that sex can be perfect straight off the bat, or that it's going to be exactly the same every single time. That's what keeps things interesting. Sex with different people, they're always going to be relatively distinct from one another because sex is kind of like a conversation. It's, it's communication really between two people. And in the same way that how you talk to your best friend is different from how you talk to your, your family or someone you've known for 20 years. And because there's two different people involved every single time or two or more different people involved every single time. It's going to have like a different technique. It's going to have a different ambiance. It's going to have a different context that really changes everything. But it doesn't necessarily mean that different is bad. I mean, different can be bad. Like it, sex could be completely mediocre with this one person and completely amazing with another person. But I guess that's kind of, it gives you hope a little bit because even if you're out there and you're dating again after a long time or you've been single for a long time and you've been like missing a lot and not being able to find someone that you really get along with, it gives you a, a little bit of hope that it's different with everyone because if you've been unlucky up until this point or if you've had bad sex or if you've had mediocre sex, there's a lot of hope in knowing that the next person would be different. It could be mediocre in a different way, or it could be better this time. It's just really about going out there and, and finding someone that you like and finding someone that you can communicate with because sex is rarely good on the first time because it is really about trust. It's about getting to know someone. So just find someone really that you're willing to go through that process with and it might not happen with the next person you date or the next person you hook up with. It might not even happen with the next 10 people you date or that you hook up with. But with each person you date, you get closer. You get like so much closer to the to the next person that you would really like and that you would 
want to take that leap with, that you would want to have sex with and maybe want to be in a relationship with? Thanks for joining us for season two of My First Time. Thanks to all our guests, the support and interviews from Sharon Kale, and our producer, Sam Bonham. We'll be back with season three soon, so stay subscribed to our feed. And in the meantime, check out all our My First Time articles on Broadly. My name is Zing Sing, and I'm the UK editor at Broadly. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.